Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible study podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's, hosted by UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Community ng Union Church of Manila. Taglish conversational, expository, slash inductive study method. Di kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do try our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. Sa aming mga book studies and special topics, yung goal namin is to provide you with materials to help you live, work, speak, and serve as a follower of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us at kung trip niyo tong ginagawa namin, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Happy New Year everybody! <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Mababa yung break natin pero nandito na naman tayo for the first episode of 2021. Yeah, tama. At nandito pa rin sa loob ng ating mga bahay. <laughs> <laughs> Oo nga eh. And uh, that being said, um, sino-sino ba tayong nasa discussion for today? Ako si Rainier, Young Adult Ministry Director ng Union Church of Manila. Jericho, Systems Analyst sa uh, PGC. Ako naman po si Maggie, isa pong atleta po. And this is Gutch, commercial voice artist. Still the same team for Parables. And uh, thanks so much, Maggie and Jericho. At di pa kayo nagsasawa sa amin dito. Ano? <laughs> <laughs> Mas na ano kami sa listeners natin, baka sila yung nagsasawa sa amin. <laughs> Hopefully not. Okay, before we go to our parable, meron lang akong dalawang special announcements. First is uh, just a little reminder para sa ating listeners. A lot of our listeners listen in through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Pero may mga tao na hindi masyado familiar sa mga format na to. For their benefit, we have all our episodes up on YouTube as well. We've done this from day one, just for the benefit of those people na wala ngang mga podcast audio programs. Check out UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast on YouTube. And second, we would just like to take this time to thank some of you guys who have sent us emails to share how the Lord has used this podcast to teach, encourage, strengthen, or even convict <laughs> about his truth and his character. Nung uh, sinumulan namin tong project na to, mga two years na yata, no, Rainier? Mm-hmm. Tama. Hindi namin alam kung saan to pupunta. Wala kami experience sa podcasting, maraming trial and error. But all we knew, yung confidence lang namin, is that the Lord wanted this done. That's what was driving us na we knew, we were so confident that the Lord wanted this done. Mm-hmm. And uh, going through your messages, I guess... We now know why. Mm. So we are so grateful, we are so encouraged, and we are so humbled. At ang nais lang namin gawin this 2021 and beyond, God willing, ay makapag-produce pa ng mas maraming episodes so that we may serve you better. We do try our best, but in the end, it is the Holy Spirit who will move hearts. Totoo yan. At saka, you know, we claim this promise in the Word of God in Isaiah that His Word will not return to Him empty and void. It will accomplish the purpose for which He had sent it. At yun ang nakikita natin nangyayari ngayon. Kaya natutuwa tayo na nagagamit tayo sa gawain ng Panginoon na to. Okay. So now, let's get down to business. We are now on our seventh parable sa ating current series na Parables in Luke. Sa mainit na episode na ito, we'll be going through the parable of the narrow door na nasa Luke 13, 22 to 30. Ano ba masabi natin tungkol dito sa narrow door na to? Merong nakakagulat dito eh. May nakakagulat na ito yung inaasahan ko bilang isang judyo. Tapos biglang babalik ka rin ni Jesus. Ay, 
Hindi pala ganun. Oh, sa akin parang napaka-exclusive nito ano yung yung narrow door di ba usually sa panahon ngayon pag exclusive unloving eh nako totoo yan at saka yung yung nature mismo ng pintuan parang ayaw magpapasok bakit ganoon <laughs> pahirapan eh diba? pahirapan pag mall di ba revolving door tapos malaki di ba kasi you want people in <laughs> pero dito but narrow but ganun okay let's go through our reading 3 2 and Luke 13 22 to 30. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, And you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, "Lord, open to us." Then he will answer you, "I do not know where you come from." Then you will begin to say, "We ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets." But he will say, "I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil." In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God but you yourselves cast out and people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God and behold some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last Structure of discussion number one. Ano yung issue na yung inaaddress ni Jesus? Ano yung background? Sino yung mga kausap niya? Mm-hmm. Ano yung mga tanong sa kanya? To may specific na tanong sa kanya. <laughs> right. Number two. Uh, we'll go through the parable. Third. Ano yung response that Jesus is asking from his audience and also from us? And finally, so what? Yung application part natin. Okay. All right. Dito sa simula palang ng passage. Hindi naman sinabi talaga ni Luke kung nasaan si na Jesus na. Naglalakbay sila eh. Sabi lang, he went through towns and villages mm-hmm. with no specific place mentioned. Nasa Galilee ba to? Walang sinabing ganun. Kasi ang gusto lang niyang malaman natin dito, as he made his way to Jerusalem. Kasi ito mm. lang naman talaga yung nire-record ni Luke dito. Ang gusto niya makita, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. At habang naglalakbay siya papunta ng Jerusalem, these are the things that he taught the people and his disciples. At may mahalaga na laman itong mga leksyon na ito na tinuturo ni Jesus because they all pertain or it will have relevance to everything that will happen in Jerusalem. Lahat ito, nagbibuild lahat ito papunta dun sa Jerusalem. Eh. Mm-hmm. May climax. Diba? Kasi ano nga ba ang mangyayari sa Jerusalem? Crucifixion. It's the crucifixion, tama. Kaya mahalaga to. Jesus, in a way, was also preparing his disciples for that event. Dahil malaki ang kahulugan ng crucifixion. Hindi pa to klaro sa kanila sa puntong ito. But this is how Jesus prepared his disciples for the crucifixion and beyond. All right. So, sabi nga natin, palaging merong tanong or may criticism. At paano to sinasagot ni Jesus? Through a parable. So, tingnan natin sa verse 23 ngayon. Yung isang nakikinig kay Jesus, ano nga ba yung tanong niya? 
Lord, will those who were saved be few? Konti lang ba ang maliligtas? Okay? Saan kaya nang galing ito? Siyempre, may lagi naman may pinaguhugutan yung mga bagay na yan eh. Mga tanong nilang yan kay Jesus. Laging may pinaguhugutan yan. Let me read to you. Isang dun sa mga writings, Jewish writings. Ito yung Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin is the council. Sanhedrin chapter 10, verse 1. It is stated that all Israelites have a share in the world to come. Not now. Merong ganong prevailing belief that all Israelites have a share in the world to come. Kung mga kung sa restaurant, parang merong reserved seating. Parang ganun. May sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Tapos merong, uh, excuse me, uh, merong kaya akong reservation. You can find my name on the list. Yun yung prevailing belief ng mga Jews. Lahat sila. Pero parang hindi rin eh. Kasi merong sinabi rin si Jesus sa earlier part ng chapter 13. Verses 6 to 9. And he told this parable, A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look for three years now, I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Alam niyo itong fig tree, di ba? Napaka-common na uh, ginagamit ito ni Jesus, yung fig tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sino nga ba yung mm-hmm. fig tree? Israel. Israel. Yes, it's Israel. Dito sa binasa ni Jericho dito na verses 6 to 9 is uh, a parable, a very short one. Mm-hmm. Na ang ginamit to explain what's happening to Israel and what will happen to Israel, ginamit yung fig tree. Eh, ano nga ba nangyari? Hindi nagkaroon ng fruit, kaya parang paputol ko na to. Tapos <laughs> bigla na may grace period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pero may deadline pa rin. May Uh-oh. grace period pero may deadline. Uh-oh. Pero meron pa rin. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. Kasi wala, hindi nagbubunga. Pero binigyan pa rin ng pagkakataon. So, kung ganun, mukhang dun hinugot nitong isang to na, teka, kung ganun ang tinuturo mo, hindi ba lahat maliligtas? Mm-hmm. Kasi, kumbaga, sisibakin yung puno. Paano yun? Siguro hindi na niya ma-reconcile. Kasi nga, maski naman yung, especially when we get to the other parables, no? yung concept din ng ibang religious leaders. Pinaliit pa nila yung definition ng Israel. Mas naging exclusive pa talaga yung exclusive na club. Parang ganun. Oo, oo, oo. So, siguro, itong taong itong nagtanong na to, may concern siya, teka, paano ako? Makakasama kaya ako dito? Sino-sino kaya ang maliligtas lang? Sino ba nagtuturo ng tama yung religious leaders namin? O ikaw, may iba kang sinabi kasi Jesus eh. Parang iba dun sa dating pagkakaintindi ko eh. So now, he raised this question, Lord, only a few people are going to be saved? Is that what you're saying? So in verse 24, how did Jesus reply? Eto na. Gagamit na naman siya ng parable. Tsaka yung sagot niya parang as usual, hindi directly answering the question. Hindi simpleng ano. Tingnan mo naman. Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? Eh, pwede mo naman sagutin niya na categorical yes or yes no. Yes or no lang yun eh. Diba? Pero yung sagot <laughs> is, uh, 24 is, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter or will not be able. Parang, ha? <laughs> ang tanong ko lang kung konti lang ba, eh ang sagot mo... <laughs> sagot, paghirapan yeah, eh. Pahirapan pa talaga. At malalaman natin later on, bakit ganito? Kasi nga, when we get to verse 30, biglang, you know, the question that this man raised, 
will be redirected. I think it's like yung tanong niya is on the mababaw na level and then it's like wait wait wait, wait. hindi mo naintindihan yung totoong situation. Ito yung totoong situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you're missing something. So ganito muna ha. Kasi sabi niya, make every effort to enter through the narrow door. Okay. Pero syempre, kailangan nating unawain yung ibig sabihin ni Jesus dito na make every effort. Confusing yan. Oo, oo kasi lalo na. Syempre, mga evangelical Christians, pag sinabing effort, anong na... Work. Good works. Oo, ganun agad. Oh, work works, works yeah. agad na naiisip. Diba? Parang, akala ko ba salvation is by grace through faith? faith. Yeah. Eh, bakit dito? Works. Diba? Mm-hmm. Pero ang tanong, Works ba ang sinasabi ni Jesus dito? Hindi naman. Ano yung sinasabi niya? Um, entry. Get in. Parang bilisan mo. Uh-huh. Or seryosohin mo na to, ha? Itong pagpasok dito sa narrow door. Sa ESV, it's strive. Yung sense na do it. Do it. Oh, do it now. Yes. Parang gano'n. Kasi marami mag-uunahan dyan, eh. Pero marami ang hindi makakapasok. Parang okay... How does this answer my question? <laughs> but biglang pintuan. Mm-hmm. Oh, bakit pinto? Ano naman? Di ba Steve yung tinatanong niya? <laughs> Tanong ko ay dami ng tao o ganong kaunti. Mm-hmm. Yun lang naman eh. Pero ang sabi agad, no, you have to strive to enter through the narrow door. So yun muna. Anong sumunod dito? Tinuloy ni Jesus yung kanyang pagsagot. Oh, so verse 25. But obviously, he was already developing the parable. Anong una narrow door? Strive to enter through the narrow door. But look, in verse 25, something happened. Bagong character. Yes, and the analogy shifts. It changes. Biglang, sabi mo nga, may bagong character. It's no longer on the individual who wants to enter. But now, the emphasis is in this new character introduced in the parable. At sino yun? Master of the house. It's the master or the owner of the house. Tapos, ano yung description dun sa owner, master of the house? When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us! Then he will answer you, I do not know where you come from. Aray? Oh, I don't know you or where you come from. Tingnan natin ha. Noong una sabi, make every effort to enter through the narrow door. Tapos, biglang verse 25, pinakilala nga tayo dun sa house owner daw. Bumangon at sinara na yung pinto. Naku! Diba sabi, ang dami mag-uunahan, papasok dun sa pinto. Eh, sinarahan na niya. So, itong house owner pala, ano ang kanyang kakayanan dito? O kaya ano yung kanyang authority? Pwede niyang sabihin kung sinong pwedeng pumasok at hindi. Siya lang yung may control dun sa pintuan. Siya lang ang pwedeng magdesisyon kung sino ang pwedeng pumasok. Now, sinasabi natin na itong parables meron laging points of reference. Pwede natin sigurong isipin or mag-decide tayo ngayon kung sino yung owner of the house. Mahuhulaan nyo na ba kung sino yung owner of the house? Is it clear at this point? Yeah. This is God. Mm-hmm. Because the question is about salvation. Yes. Yes. Oh. Right? So we know, at least here, that the owner of the house here is God. Tapos, who is the person outside knocking on the door and pleading to the house owner, Sir, papasukin nyo naman ako. Papasukin nyo kami. Mm. followers. I think related to the verse 22 and also related to the parables before, 
yung he went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. So maraming nakakapakinig, nakikilala, maraming sumusunod, mm-hmm. especially sa 25, di ba? When the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you mm-hmm. begin to stand outside and to knock. So yung tanong is them, eh. Will those, parang medyo vague. Mm-hmm. Pero biglang yung shift is, and you begin to stand outside, parang, oh, 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 aray, kasama na ako. Kasama na ako. Na ako. Nasama ka na. At kung isa ka dun sa mga nakikinig dun sa parable, baka mapaisip ko rin teka pa, ako rin kaya yung tinutukoy niya dyan kasama oh. pa ako dyan <laughs> ako ba yung sinabihan na hindi kita kilala oh. at hindi ko alam kung sino ka o saan ka man ang galing alright importante kasi itong tanong na to eh bakit nga sinabi na I do not know you or where you come from ano kaya yung kahalagahan ng tanong na yun I don't know you or where you come from bakit yun mismong specific na details na yun ang sinabi. Sa akin, di ba, madalas kung saan ka pinanganak na lugar, yun yung part of your identity. Oh. Kasi kaya Jesus of Nazareth, blah, blah, blah of Galilee, di ba? Wala pa naman kasi kaplida nun. So, nakita ko dito yung identity talaga siya, hindi lang for the sake of where you are from. Maganda yung point na yun, especially if ang pinag-uusapan as yung context is about Israel. Eh. At taga-Israel ako! Hindi mm. mo naalala! Kasi nga, alam natin kung saan nang gagaling yung tanong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung sense of entitlement. Diba? Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? But when He said people, hindi naman siguradong in-include niya yung Gentiles, no? Mm-mm. Ang iniisip lang nila yung sarili nilang lahi. So, ito yung reserve seating. Yes! So, konti lang ba talaga sa amin ang maliligtas? Kaya, napaka-importante nitong tanong na to. I don't know you or where you come from. Hindi na pala mahalaga yun. Kala ko may reserve seating ako. Wala pala. <laughs> diba? Kasi, yung pasihan nila ng kanilang security, ultimong yun ang inaatake ni Jesus dito. Those things do not matter. Right. Yeah. Those things will not guarantee your salvation. Timo, member ako dito. <laughs> A gold card. Anak ako ni Abraham. <laughs> okay, eto ngayon. Dahil nga ito, sinabihan na siya, eh, hindi kita kilala. At saka hindi ko naman alam kung anong pinagmulan mo. Ngayon, how did this person now justify himself? Para siguradong papasukin pa siya. So, Sabbath of verse 26, Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. Kilala ka namin! Kilala mo kami! Nag-dinner tayo <laughs> together, Jesus! Yeah. Well, dito, sa puntong to, syempre, hindi naman pa na-identify na si Jesus yun. Eh. Yeah, right, right, right. Diba? Right, right, right. However, bakit mo nasabi, Gutsch, na Jesus? Kasi, ati mo yung binanggit na activity. Yeah, we ate and drank in your presence mm, and nga. in our streets. Right, right. Kasi kung ikaw yung nakikinig, syempre hindi mo naman agad tinitingnan na itong Jesus na to ang may karapatang magsara ng pinto. Hindi pa. But then, in this parable, nung una, sinabi natin, because the question is about salvation, then the owner of the house must be God. Right. Mm. However, na-fine-tune pa. Through verse 26, we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. May description nung mga activities kung saan ma-associate mo si Jesus. Siya yung gumagawa Diba? So now, pag-analyze natin ng point of reference, it's very clear at the start of the parable that God was the house owner. Pero hindi lang palabasta natapos doon. Because here, implied, 
that this god was actively teaching and fellowshipping with people. Yun yung ginagawa niya at that time. Yeah, which again was connected to verse 22 and to the other parables. Uh, teaching, going through towns and villages, teaching and journeying towards Jews. Oo. Oh, so, parang nung una, hindi mo naman isiping si Jesus agad yung house owner. You just know that's God. However, when you get to verse 26, it became clearer. The identity of the house owner is a lot clearer now. So Jesus is now making a claim. Yeah, diba? Implied na siya yung house owner. Kung siya yung house owner, siya ang may control dun sa pinto. Siya ang Diyos. Wow. Diba? Ganun yung pagkakatuloy-tuloy ng pagkwento niya dun sa parable na yun. Meron siyang unti-unting self-disclosure dito kung sino siya. Kaya ang, ang laking bagay talaga just reading through these verses very slowly. Kasi minsan parang bilis eh. Bilis na dadaanan tapos hindi nawawala yung mga details ito eh. Right, right. So dito, ang sinasabi ng tao na hindi pinapasok kasi late na siya eh. Sarado na eh. Naabutan na ng deadline. Oo, naabutan na ng deadline. Ang appeal niya, nagkasama na tayo. Nagkakilala na tayo dati. Kaya, kilala mo ako. Huwag mong sabihin hindi mo ako kilala. Huwag mong sabihin hindi mo alam kung saan ako nagmula. Because we were together. I was part of your ministry. Parang meron na siyang sense of familiarity with Jesus. Eh, with the... Oo. Meron na siyang association with Jesus. And to this person who wanted to go inside the house, that was sufficient. And that would justify his right to enter the house. Dama. Okay? Oh. So, paano to sinagot ng house owner? But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. Aray. Oh, wow. Sakit. Inulit pa rin. Hindi <laughs> talaga kita kilala. Pero buti sana kung inulit lang yung I don't know you or where you come from. Oh. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. Umalis ka. <laughs> Magsialis kayo. Dininay na nga yung relationship na kineclaim na meron sila. Tapos binansagan pa ng bago. <laughs> Depart from me, you workers of evil. Dinagdagan oh. pa talaga. <laughs> Merong judgment. Yes, May judgment na, na binigay dun sa mga gustong pumasok, sa mga nagmamakaawang ito. Evildoers eh. Tingnan nyo, pinapakita rin ni Jesus na bukod sa siya ang may karapatang magsabi kung sino ang dapat pumasok o hindi. Ano pa ang kineclaim ni Jesus dito? In verse 27. Hindi lang sa kung sino yung pwedeng pumasok eh, kung sino yung workers of evil. Ibig sabihin, siya ang... Siya ang judge, yeah. Right, siya yung judge. Kasi wag mong iisipin na security guard lang yan na may hawak ng susi. Well, <laughs> hindi nga kasi house owner din naman. Pero hindi lang basta house owner. Siya mismo ang may karapatang magsabi ng destiny mo o kung sino ka sa napatutunguhan mo. He has the right to condemn. Eh dito, evildoer Grabe, no? Parang kung, kung hindi ikaw kasama dun sa nakapasok dun sa narrow door, kasama ka dun sa workers of evil. Oo, people who are doing evil deeds. Pero ganito, bakit sobra namang si Jesus makapansag evildoers agad? Eh di ba, kasama nga daw mo na, you know, eating and drinking. When you were teaching in our streets, nandun naman ako. Tapos sasabihin mo, evildoer ako. Kasama ako dun eh. Ang bigat, ano? Paano ako na-judge na evildoer? Eh kasama nga ako dun, di ba? Ang gaganda nga ng mga ginagawa mo, di ba? Andun ako present. Marami pa nga akong tanong. Sagot pa nga ako ng sagot eh. Marunong ako eh. Perfect attendance daw. Oo. Pag may pa-dinner, andun din ako. Magkakasama tayo. Nag-notes ako dun sa mga tinuro mo. Niretweet ko pa nga eh. Kaya kinig ako ng podcast mo. At hindi lang yun. Naggawa na nga ako ng sarili kong podcast eh. <laughs> 
evil doer pa rin ako. Grabe, grabe. Parang unfair naman. Tapos tingnan natin ha. Dahil pinansagang evil doer, ito pa. Dinescribe pa nung house owner kung ano yung mangyayari. Verse 28, In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God but you yourselves cast out. Kung evildoer ka, hindi kita papapasukin dito sa tahanan ko. May pagtatapunan ka. Tapos may weeping and gnashing of teeth pa. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then from afar, sino may kita mo? Si Abraham. The patriarchs of Israel. Naku, of course, the oh, patriarchs. Oh. Oh. Yung mga pangarap nilang makasama. <laughs> Oo. Oh, tsaka yung security blanket nila. Yung oh. pinagmulan nila. Doon sila galing. Eh, di ba? Oo. Oh, tito ako nagmula. Membership card namin to. Si Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Oh, exclusive. Talagang ang DNA ko galing dun. Ano yan eh? Great, 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 great ancestor ko yan eh. Right. Dun ako galing. Kaya... Bakit ako nandito at sila nandun? Kasi nga, di ba, they were imagining this feast. Abraham was there, the prophets, all the patriarchs. So, it's a grand celebration because all of God's people will be there. God's people, of course, in their understanding, would mean them, Israel. the Jews or the Israelites. Eh kaso, teka, sabi nga ni Gucci kanina, teka, yan yung mismong proof na dapat nandun ako dahil galing din ako dyan eh. Yan ang pinagmulan ko ah, dyan ako nagmula, kena Abraham. Pero di ba sabi ng house owner, eh, hindi ko nga alam kung saka nagmula eh. Mm. Ito na yung plot twist. Di ba? So binabasag na yung mga preconceived ideas. Oo, balikan natin tong sinabing there will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. Kasi ilang beses lang naman nagamit itong expression na to sa Bible. Kadalasan, ano ba yung naririnig niyong interpretation dito? There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, punishment? Punishment, okay. Ano pa? Hell. Hell, oo. Parang ganun eh, oh, hell, oh. Parang ganun yung mga ideas. So, tingnan natin, although wala namang kasi nga nabangkit na hell, but let's see what this expression means. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Meron tayong mga ilang verses na gusto kong tingnan natin kasi ito lang naman yung occurrences niyan talaga sa Bible. No? Kakaunti lang yung occurrences na yan. First is, siguro Maggie, please read Acts 7.54. Sige. Acts 7.54. Um, it is stoning of Stephen. Now, when they heard these things, they were enraged. And they ground their teeth at him. Who were grinding their teeth? Yung nagsustone kay Stephen, oo, yung... Ito yung mga Jews who were stoning Stephen? Mm-mm. Ano yung parang sinasabi doon? They were grinding their teeth. Galit. Galit! Ano ba yung grinding ng teeth muna? Galit na galit. Nanggigigil sa galit. Nanggigigil sa galit. Pero merong object na kinagagalitan. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. O ngayon, tingnan natin tong Job 16.9. He has torn me in his rack and hated me. He has gnashed his teeth at me. My adversary sharpens his eyes against me. Sinong kinagagalitan at sinong galit? Si Job to eh. Si Job yung kinagagalitan. Okay. Si God yung galit supposedly, di ba? Yung tingin niya. Okay. But the point is, may object na kinagagalitan. Yung gnashing of teeth, it's an expression of anger directed to someone. Mm-mm. So in this case... In this case, Job. Si Job. Alright. Okay. Psalm 35.16. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. Hmm. So, 
Sino dito? Si ano, si object nung pinaggagalitan. So, yung nagsulat, si, si David. Tapos yung galit sa kanya, basically, yung mga kalaban niya dito na... Yung mga kalaban niya, enemies. So, alam natin, the gnashing of teeth, it's an expression of anger and it's directed to a particular person. Balikan natin yung text natin dito sa parable na to. Ang sabi nung house owner, there will be weeping there. Nagiiyakan. And gnashing of teeth. What will trigger it? Ay, hindi ako kasama doon. Teka, di ba doon ako dapat? Mm. Yun. Therefore, the gnashing of teeth... It's directed towards the master. Right. Na parang yung sense of entitlement na dapat kasama ako. Ba't hindi mo ako kilala? Diyan ako galing eh. Yung genes ni Abraham. Pareho kami. What right have you to exclude us? Hindi nila matanggap. Oo. Mm. That's so unloving. That's so unchristly. Di ba? So... <laughs> Binasag lahat ng pinanghahawakan nila. Things that they thought will secure their salvation. Lahat yan tinanggal. Association with the Master. Association with these great people of the faith. Lahat pala yun walang kwenta. Ngayon, sa 29, ito pa yung surprise. <laughs> ito yung parang punchline to eh. Parang, ito yung plot twist. Nashing of teeth squared siya. <laughs> Naging powder na yung ngipin sa galit. People will come from east, west, west north, north, and south, south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Nung sinasabi ni Jesus sa parable na ito na merong manggagaling sa mga lugar na ito, malalayong lugar, ano kaya ang tinutukoy niya? Di ba Gentiles? <laughs> Or even the most unlikely people The people that the Israelites least expected to be part of that feast. Yeah. How emotional this parable is. Una, in-exclude na sila. Tinawag pa silang workers of evil. Oh. Tapos, nakita pa nila yung, yung parang claim nila, yung security blanket nila, yung membership card nila si Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob sa loob. Tapos ito pa, Gentiles pa yung kasama dun sa loob. <laughs> Inuha yung reserve seating nila. <laughs> Akin yan, apuesto kaya na. Ba't yan yung nakupo? At saka, ito yung mga taong kinakasama iinisan namin, madudumi yan eh. Ba't sila nandun? Tapos silang nandyan? Babasagin talaga kasi hindi tayo nakikihalubilo sa Gentiles. Tapos si Abraham katabi Gentile? Wow. Kaya nga dapat wow. kasi binabasa itong Luke and the Book of Acts, they should be read together. together. Yes. Mm, oo nga. Kasi hindi na nakakagulat yung pagbanggit dito tungkol dun sa mga tao na manggagalik sa East, West, North, and South. Because we will see that happen in the book of Acts. Patikim ito. So if you're going to read this, volume 1 is the Gospel of Luke. Volume 2 is the book of Acts. Even in the introduction episode natin, for the parables, yung short introduction natin, I think we discussed na yung isa sa mga focus ng Luke is the outcast and those who are considered sinners. Right. Kaya, how did Jesus end this parable? How did he conclude it? Verse 30, And behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. Teka, what was the original question? Yung original question? Nagtanong ka pa kasi. Dinurog ka tuloy. Because the original question was... Konti lang ba ang maliligtas? Yes or no lang? Kaso nga lang, more than what I've bargained for. Napasubo ka tuloy. Bakit naging iba yung conclusion? Ano yung mga binasag dito ni Jesus? Kasi may assumption yung tanong. Ano nga ba yung lagi nating binabanggit na behind the question is a questioner? May assumptions yung questioner na yan. 
yung uh, entitlement okay. na you are born with privileges parang uy elite ka pinanganak ka na may membership card na may reserved seating mhm mhm pati yung association din nga with the master eh, or kung si Jesus yun kahit yung association sa kanya hindi din yun like where si Judas diba i mean hindi porket he ate and drank and was there throughout was even considered an apostle hindi mm-hmm. ibig sabihin na uh, saved siya Okay, ilagay natin yan sa konteksto natin ngayon. So, nandito na tayo sa response? Yeah. Anong kahalagahan nito? Because the issue here is one's salvation. Ano ito mga false assumptions natin? False sources of security natin? Na sa palagay natin, because I, I am these things, I have these things, then I'm assured that I'm saved. What are these false assumptions and false sources of security? Pagka pinanganak ka sa Christian background or something, that could be mm, part of it. Yeah. yeah. Ang lolo ko, pastor. Tatay ng lolo ko, pastor. Yeah, di ba yung may mga ganun tayo na, yan, okay na ako. Okay na ako. May kampante, parang ganyan. The very idea na we're doing quote-unquote churchy things. Oh, so, yeah. Case in point, uh-huh. ito, no? kinig tayo ng podcast, di ba? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is not a security. Uh-huh. Kasama uh-huh. ako sa ministry. Active ako sa ministry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Kahit yung mismong profession of faith, eh. yung kuwari, nagdasal na ako ng sinner's prayer. Kahit yeah. yun mismo right. eh. Okay na ako. Parang yung iba iniisip, basta ginawa na nila yun, mm-hmm. okay na sila. Kahit di naman sila nagbabasa ng Bible or walang pagbabago, walang fruit. Parang yung fig tree. Nasabi naman niya eh. Nasabi naman niya yung words eh. Right. Okay din naman sana. You, you know, you pray the sinner's prayer. Kaya lang, nagmistula siyang agimat. Oo, oh, oh, yan. Yan, yan, yes. Nagmistula yes. na siyang agimat na dahil nagpray ako nito, kahit pa magpariwara ako ng buhay ko, eh nakapray na ako, no? Okay na yun. Yes, yeah, sinabi ko na yung words. Okay na ako. Pero if we actually really digest the sinner's prayer, and really live it out. Right, right. Kaya nga mahalagang tandaan natin yung sinabi rin ni Jesus dun sa Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. The one who does the will of the Father. It's focused on the will of fulfilling the will of the Father, but not all these trappings, mere associations. Mm-mm. Lord, Lord. Oh, di ba? Hindi pala yun. Kasi parang yung, yung ang sa atin, minimum requirement, eh, makapag-church lang. Pwede na. Nabinyaga naman ako, eh. okay na. Okay naman ang donation ko. Eh. Tatasa man ako ng kamay sa worship. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so again, dahil paulit-ulitin dito ng I do not know you. I do not know you. If I don't know, you cannot enter. What then is implied? Sino lang ang papapasukin? Kung babalik na natin yun, I know you, therefore you can enter. What then is the basis? Relationship. Yes. A real relationship with Jesus. Totoo ba? Is it a genuine relationship? Hindi lang genuine. I mean, yung proper relationship between the creator and the creature. Mm. Kasi categorically, even the devil has a relationship with God. It's just not good. Oh, they're enemies. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's, let's, let's not hammer in the relationship. Pero yun nga, yung, yeah. yung proper view of who man is, the creature yes. and the creator. Yeah. Yun, yun yung important. Oh, oh, mahalaga yun. Kaya nga yung, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Yeah, that's a very good qualification. And yung idea of surrendering to his will. Yes. Especially sa context natin na Jesus is such a household name. Sa Pilipinas, so oh, oh, oh. Encountered everywhere, pero walang sense of lordship. 
Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. You parang, you're throwing that Lord word so casually. Do you really know what it means? Mm-hmm. That's right. Meron pa akong isang gustong makita natin dito sa parable. Gusto kong bumalik tayo sa pinaka-umpisang-umpisa ng parable. Kasi, hindi man ito nabigyan masyad ng masyadong emphasis dun sa parable because the parable suddenly shifted to the house owner. Pero curious pa din that it's a narrow door. Mm. Narrow. Right? Kaya gusto kong umatras din tayo dun kasi hindi siya binigyan masyadong pansin eh. But it was just mentioned that the door was narrow. Naalala ko yung line ni Jesus, yung I am the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, John 14, 6. No one comes to the Father except through me. Through me. So, narrow yung door eh. Sa kanya lang. Baikita nyo rin to sa Acts chapter 4, verse 12. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Diba? Hindi man ito binigyan ng emphasis dun sa kwento, dun sa parable. But you'll be wondering, why in the parable does the door have to be narrow? Parang sinasabi nga na, hindi talaga lahat pwede. Because it's not going to be by works. It's not going to be by affinity. Not your ethnicity. Mm-mm. But what? Just through <laughs> the house owner. Through the house owner. And that's Jesus. Grabe, no? So, pasagan talaga to ng trip ng mga Israelites ng panahon ni Jesus. And it's still the same challenge being presented to us. Alam naman natin, kung tulingan natin pagbabasa sa Book of Acts, alam natin kung anong treatment ang nang binigay dun sa mga nagpe-present ng gospel. Simulang-simula pa lang si Stephen. Ano bang nangyari kay Stephen? Pinapatay siya. Stone to death. Yeah, and at the end of the book of Acts, hanggang si Tulimi yung kwento, up until the end of the book of Acts, makikita natin yan, consistent, persecuted ang Christians. Pinagbubugbugtong sila. Right. Apostles were killed. Yeah. So, yeah, according to tradition, all these apostles were also killed. So, ang punto dito, you know, because the door is narrow, and because a house owner is the only one who decides who gets to go inside his house and who is not welcome, the gospel is very exclusive. And not many people will like this. They will not appreciate this message. Hindi lang ngayon, noon pa nga lang, yung nangyari sa apostles and how they were persecuted, rejected. Well, what happened to Jesus? Pinatay din. <laughs> Pinatay din siya. Hindi talaga katanggap-tanggap itong balitang ito. And yet, this is the good news. But those who, who do not believe in Jesus, to them, this is bad news. It is worth gnashing teeth for. Right. Kaya ito pa nga eh. Tignan nyo dito sa... In the afterlife, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for those who are not welcome in the kingdom of God. Pero kanino sila galit? Sa master. Sa master. Mm-hmm. Isipin natin, baka kaya pag nandun na sila sa lugar kung saan sila pinaparusahan. Mag-repent kaya sila? Magbago kaya ang isip nila? Hindi eh. Hindi ganun ang portrayal eh. The portrayal is, kalit kami sa'yo. Hindi mo kami pinapasok. Gusto nila sila yung judge. <laughs> I deserve to get in. Yes. Precisely the reason why they were rejected is because they are rebellious. At hanggang dun sa lugar kung saan sila pinaparusahan na, rebellious pa rin ang mga puso. Mm. Wala na, hindi na pwede makabalik. There's no chance for repentance. Tapos na. Tsaka yung madalas nating iniisip na, ah, marami pa akong oras. Yeah. Ayun din. Uh, Kagaya ko naman yung Tiff on the Cross. Eh. Sa last minute na lang ako mag-aano kasi ganun pala si God. Eh. 
Pero, di ba? You fool, you do not know the hour. This night, your soul is asked of you. <laughs> At saka, kaya rin mali yun. Kasi iniisip siguro ng tao. Well, I'll just recite that prayer. Pag malapit na. Mm. Uh, the last minute of my life. You know, that sinner's prayer. Yan daw ang magliligtas eh. Di, I'll just recite that towards the end of my life. But you know what? A rebellious heart will stay rebellious. Pinakita dito sa parable na ito na nandun na siya sa lugar ng kaparusahan niya. Galit na galit pa rin siya. Dahil nga, rebellious ang puso niya. Kung rebellious, rebellious. Pagdating dun sa may lugar na may dagat na gatang apoy, will your heart be humbled? Will you be repentant? Hindi pa rin. No, the reason why you did not choose Jesus when you were still alive is because you've always hated him. And that's why Jesus called them evildoers. You did not take him seriously. And so, it's tantamount to hating him. Yeah. Kaya nga, ngayon, ngayon pa lang, diba sabi niya, hanggat may pagkakataon pa, habang bukas pa yung pinto, habang bukas pa yung pinto, strive to enter the narrow door. Sige na, strive to enter. Kilalanin nyo na kung sino si Jesus. Know the master. Actually, it's interesting kasi the gospel is, while it is exclusive in that sense, it's also welcoming of everyone. Kahit anong background yeah. mo, mm-hmm. yep. kahit hindi ka familiar kay Jesus, kahit wala kang affiliation, quote-unquote, yep. kahit wala kang membership card, quote-unquote, come, you're you're invited to the narrow door. Come. I think it was Keller ata or si Joseph sabi niya na the only way to include everyone was the exclusivity of Christ. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the paradox of the gospel. Kasi kung gagawin nating works, eh paano pag pagwala ka ng kamay, pag pilay ka, pag mahirap ka, paano ka makakatulong, di ba? Kung yun ang basihan. Or pag uh, you wasted like 85 years of your life being a horrible person. Yes, so how would you tip the scales? Diba? Hmm. Nakapako ka na dun sa cross, kagaya nung... Magnanakaw. Magnanakaw. Oh, how can he tip the scales to work for his salvation, di ba? Hindi na pwede. Nakapako na siya eh. Nakapako na siya. However, he said, di ba? He defended Jesus. This man has not done anything wrong. We deserve our punishment. Di ba? Meron siyang acceptance ng kanya kasalanan. And then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And that's, well, that's also in the Gospel of Luke. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mas inclusive siya, diba? Yeah. yeah. Kasi it could take that sort of scenario to save that guy. Ibang klase. <laughs> And actually, that idea connected to that, uh, if you were to talk to somebody who is about to die and they have just wasted their life, and then they're going to say, is there any hope for me? If it isn't Jesus, what would we say? Right, right. Ay, actually, wala na eh. Sabihin ko sana, nakapaggawa ka pa ng good works, pero wala, namamatay ka na ngayon eh. Hopeless na. Wala nang pag-asa bumawi. Wala na. <laughs> but because of Jesus, there is hope. Not by works, but by grace through faith. Right. Kaya pinapakita na dito agad sa parable na ito, kung ano yung mga kinakapitan ninyo, hindi yan ang magliligtas sa inyo. Hindi ang inyong ethnicity, hindi ang inyong church membership, hindi ang inyong family background. This is all about Jesus kasi siya lang ang may tanga ng ating kaligtasan. Yun ang mensahe ng gospel. It never is by works, but it's by grace through faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That we are saved. I think the illustration there, it was said to be narrow because when you know, when you enter through a narrow passage, kailangan makipot din yung katawan mo. Kumbaga, wala ka maraming bit-bit. Dapat yung madaling makakapasok yung katawan mo doon. Eh kaso karamihan sa atin, ang daming gustong bit-bitin eh. 
Meron akong membership sa church. Ito yung mga resibo ng mga dinonate ko sa church. Galing kami sa pamilya ng mga pastor. Yun ang mga binibitbit natin papasok. Eh, hindi pala yun eh. It's narrow because there are things that have to be left behind. We don't need these things. You really only need the house owner. You just need to know who the house owner is. And who's the house owner? That's Jesus. So the question is, do you know Jesus? Mm-mm. Okay. Woo. That was the parable of the narrow door sa Luke 13, 22 to 30. And so, I think para sa ating listeners, and para sa atin din, ano? I think I'll be addressing two groups of people here. If you are a Christian, mm-hmm. baka bagong believer ka, baka matagal ka na, o baka lumaki ka sa several generations of Christians, di ba? Christian family, ganyan. Or baka pa nga serve ka sa ministry eh. I think magandang i-reassess natin kung sino si Jesus. Kung kilala ba talaga natin si Jesus. Kung Lord ba talaga siya ng buhay natin. Kasi baka kampante na tayo eh. Yung iniisip na natin na, eh, may, may reserve seating naman ako eh. Diba? Parang ganun. Uh-huh. Yung alam, baka magkakagulatan na lang na pag nag-deadline na, nasa labas pa tayo. Uh-huh. And for the second group, if you're listening to us right now and you don't have a relationship with if you have not given your life to Jesus, if you have not surrendered your body, your mind, your will, your all to the King of Kings, we would like to invite you now, habang bukas pang That's right. To repent and turn away from your sins and live under His Lordship and trust in His righteousness alone and strive to enter through the narrow See you on the next episode. See you. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, follow UCM Interface on Facebook and Instagram or email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.